You've made it this far, and now you need to know how to complete the energetic rhythm cycle so you can move into the next cycle without a ton of baggage. Welcome to Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. I'm your host, Kathy Stricker. I'm a state patrol wife, mama to three lively kiddos, a yoga teacher, certified NLP coach, and an energetic rhythms expert. As an energetic rhythms coach, I help action-taking women use their body's rhythms and the moon's cycle to optimize productivity and avoid burnout without letting their desire to remain in control alter their focus. And this podcast is all about doing just that and perhaps a bit more so that you can create your own path to health, harmony, and happiness. So come along with me and may this episode serve as a nudge to discover tools that could help you on your path towards more intentional living. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. This is episode 55 of the Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy podcast. And, you know, I think last week I might have said that it was episode 53 in this little intro part, but it was actually episode 54, but it was too late by the time I realized that. And uh, so here we are at episode 55, and we're going to talk all about when to wrap up an energetic rhythm cycle and how to wrap up, I guess, and even celebrating that, which is all part of what comes with the fourth phase or the last phase of your energetic rhythm cycle. I just want to remind you that all of the show notes for this episode will be at cairnyogawellness.com slash podcast 55. Okay. And, um, that's where you can get all of the show notes. There's also a link to it probably in your podcast feed, um, in the description of this episode. But if you're listening and uh, you're not looking at your device while you're listening, you can always remember that each podcast um, is basically my website with a slash and then the podcast and episode number at the end of it. So if you want to access the the episodes directly, that's where you go. Okay, let's get into this episode. So we have been talking about the energetic rhythm cycle. And for the past three weeks, we have broken down each phase and what that looks like. And we are finally to phase four, my friends. Just a real quick recap before we get too far ahead, though, that phase one is all about intention setting and rest or surrender and acceptance, right? Like this is the beginning of the cycle. Um, It starts off relatively low energy and gradually begins to build energy as you move through it. But the key takeaway for phase one is intention setting. Phase two is preparation and growth, right? It's starting to take action. It's a transition phase, so it can be a tricky one, but it's all about beginning to take action. Then we get into phase three, which we talked about last week, and that is when you're doing the intentional work and you're really thriving in whatever it is that you do. You're taking action. This is the peak of the cycle. But the thing about this phase is that after you peak or after um, there's that peak in the cycle, it begins to dwindle or move downward or diminish rather. And that brings us to phase four, which is all about wrapping up and celebrating. It is a transition time again. Um, It's transitioning from a peak 
down to um, a new cycle, right? So there's a lot of characteristics in this cycle that can feel a little bit heavy. We're going to go through all of those today um, and and just kind of give you some of um, some of the characteristics of it as well as how to use uh, the energy in this phase of the cycle. So I'm going to first start off with with correlating the phases of the energetic rhythm cycle to the seasons of the year. And you might've heard me talk about this in other episodes or in um, other content areas that you might consume content from me, but each phase of your energetic rhythm cycle also mirrors a season and the characteristics of that season. So to help you remember what you should be doing in each phase or what you could be doing rather in each phase, all you have to do is think of these seasons and what's happening in the seasons of the year. So phase one is kind of like winter. And the nice thing about this is winter kind of starts at, um, at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the calendar year, right? It starts just before the beginning of the calendar year, but, um, that's when we are inward. That's when we are, um, at least if you're in the Midwest or where I am, uh, you're staying indoors a little bit more, things are quieter and you're, you're tuning into yourself maybe a little bit more. That's phase one, but you start to see glimpses of more activity as time goes and it moves into spring, right? Spring is equivalent to phase two of your energetic rhythm cycle. Things start to get busy. Things start to grow. We start to see those bursts of color and, um, it's a beautiful time to, to actually also start getting more active. We start going outdoors more, which then moves into phase three or summer right? Summer um, is the equivalent of phase three in your energetic rhythm cycle. It is when everything is out there. You're putting everything out there. Um, you're, you're busy, you're connecting, you're engaging, and that's what's happening in summer also, right? Then we move into the last season, which is fall. And when I'm recording this, it's fall right now. And it's a beautiful thing to watch the leaves fall from the trees, to just watch nature take its course in wrapping up what it's been doing all year long. It is finishing the cycle, just like phase four of your energetic rhythm cycle. You have to wrap up and finish. And then we do these celebratory events also at the tail end of fall, right? We have Thanksgiving where we're intentionally um, placing gratitude on our lives. And, and all of November is kind of like that. Uh, we We have the opportunity to uh, really reflect. And you can do this anytime, but November is when it really becomes prevalent in our society. So that's the celebrating. So that being said, um, phase one is winter. Phase two is spring. Phase three is like summer. Phase four is like fall. So how does all of this sit with, um, with the lunar and the menstrual cycle? Because just like it aligns with the seasons, it aligns with those two cycles as well. And in the lunar cycle, it aligns with the waning moon or the moon that starts to happen right after the full moon is out and appears. And when you are going to be listening to this episode or when this episode goes live, rather, uh, it will be a waning moon. The moon will be getting smaller and smaller until it goes down to the new moon. In the menstrual cycle... This equivalent, this, the equivalent is, um, the ovulatory. Oh, I lied. 
It's not. Apparently, I didn't update my notes, friends. Um, the equivalent is the uh, luteal phase of your cycle. And um, that is when your body is uh, just preparing to preparing to end the cycle, right? It's preparing to go into your period. So also, this is the, the time right before your period when you can maybe experience those PMS signs and symptoms. And that's what I mean when I said earlier, it can start to feel heavy because that can tend to be a time for people of um, a little bit more anxiousness, a little bit more irritability, um, a time of just emotions feeling really heavy, feeling really big, feeling really um, itchy, if you will, right? So generally, this cycle in the menstrual cycle, if you're on a 28-day cycle, would be like days 22 through 28. In the lunar cycle, it happens a few days after the full moon. Well, once the full moon peaks, let's be honest, it starts to wane. It goes into a waning moon. Um, but you're still feeling that full moon energy for a few days after the full moon. So uh, I just kind of consider that I, I give a few extra days there and then and then that energetic that energy from the moon starts to wane, right? So in your energetic rhythms, that's how it is as well. Some of the characteristics, and you probably already have an idea of this since I've just equated it to um, the seasons, but some of the characteristics of the fourth phase of your energetic rhythm cycle are um, that it's kind of a time for finishing, right? Things are coming to fruition. They're ending. It's harvesting time, right? Uh, you naturally begin to turn inward and begin to reduce your outward interactions. And you might just naturally feel this in your life. There's maybe a need or a pull to um, eliminate things from your life, to declutter, declutter the things that are no longer serving you. There may be this draw to feel like you need to cleanse your energy, maybe cleansing negative energy, um, reflecting, evaluating, especially on negative aspects of your life that you need to change. This is a great time to do um, some of those observations. So on the back of that intention setting worksheet that I shared with you in the first episode of this series, there is a place for you to write down some of those observations and those reflections. And that is a wonderful um, just place that you can keep a running list kind of of the things that you know you want to release from from your life. This is also a time in your life when the barrier between the conscious and unconscious or the seen and the unseen is thinner. So you have greater access to manifestation manifestations and greater access to your inner guidance and inner wisdom. So there may be a tendency towards more frequent or vivid dreams, just like in the last cycle or the last phase, rather. You are preparing to reset, right? Preparing for phase one. So you're shedding what is no longer serving you. And it's also a time to celebrate the work that you've done over the past cycle. This is one of the things that I implement in um, each session that I do with my clients is we reflect on what was helpful in the session, what was the most helpful thing. And also then we pause for gratitude at the end. And that's just for your own self. And you can do this at the end of your day as well, just for your own self, taking a moment to, um, 
reflect on what you're grateful for in that instance, or maybe it's at the end of a project. Um, But gratitude is a key theme in this phase of the energetic rhythm cycle. So how do you apply this to your daily life? What does it look like on a day-to-day basis, right? Well, when you enter into this phase and when you get more aware of your energy and start to feel it um, and feel these subtle shifts from one energetic phase to the next, you will feel the distinct shift to tune inward, to start spending more time by yourself, to start spending more time on routine tasks that don't maybe require very much collaboration. You move out of that phase of high engagement, high collaboration that you were in in phase three and start to do the things that you can do by yourself. Perhaps this is um, taking time to do your finances. Perhaps it's taking time to do um, things that don't require a lot of creativity or a lot of extra work. It's the end of the day reflection and gratitude. It's your wind down time. We do this with our kids every night. Um, It's responding to the necessary emails that have come in throughout the day so that you can clear them out. So it's deleting those things, clearing up your, your technology clutter as well. And so perhaps this time in your energetic rhythm cycle for your day falls towards the end of the day. It's, you know, there are times when maybe you feel like your creativity is heightened in the evening. And depending on where you are in your energetic rhythm cycle, that may not be the case um, when you're in this phase of your energetic rhythm cycle. But generally speaking, this is kind of the end of the day when you're wrapping things up, if you were to look at it on a day-to-day basis. It's not the time of day or not the time to be in your day to be starting new projects or to be reading emails that are going to um, maybe stir emotion or that are going to f- cause you to take action or do something that is going to be more cumbersome than you need to be taking on at the end of the day. So consider all of those things when thinking about mapping out your day using the energetic rhythms. Now, how do you apply this to your monthly energetic rhythm cycle, right? Well, here's the thing, you get to declutter. And I will tell you friends that I have been on a decluttering mission for the past few years, but it was not until this past year that I, um, invested in, and maybe I'll drop this link in there for you too. I invested in my friend's decluttering program and hands down, it's been one of the best things that I have done in my life this year because it has given me guidance and a path on decluttering my environment. So maybe that's one of the things you do at this time of your Um, energetic rhythm cycle. You could, like I mentioned earlier, declutter your virtual environment. So emails, old documents, images, this is the time when you're feeling the need to purge stuff. And that's an area of your life that also needs attention. During this phase of your energetic rhythms monthly cycle, it's a time to complete projects, complete tasks, and evaluate your intentions that you set at the beginning of the month so that you have an idea of how you want to move forward into the upcoming cycle. Um, It's, like I said, the time to do routine tasks that don't require work with many other people. Um, It's the ideal time to reflect, evaluate, because you are most in tune with that inner guidance and what needs to be released from your life. So plan your life around when you get to this phase to be doing some of that deep self-work that brings about healing. You have easier access to your inner guidance, like I said. So 
you have easier access to tuning into what maybe is most important in your life and um, then celebrate the past cycle. Celebrate the work that's been done. And that can be as simple as acknowledging it and saying, hey, I really made progress on this or I discovered this about myself or I went through this really icky challenge and that helped me discover this about myself. Whatever it may be, simply acknowledge um, and that can be the celebration in itself. It doesn't have to be some big elaborate party or anything. It's just celebrating that that you've made it a little bit farther than where you were a month ago. Okay, friends, let's move into the challenges of this cycle. Uh, this cycle, like I said, um, if it's hitting in your life right before your period, um, you might feel those PMS symptoms. So that can be one challenge. But I'm going to lump that in with uh, something else right now because it all kind of goes together because no matter if it's your menstrual cycle or the lunar cycle, these challenges arise. Um, there might be more anxiousness and overwhelm or irritability. And in order to overcome that or work through that, this is crucial that you take more time to nurture yourself during this cycle. Um, you start to begin slowing down your schedule and spend more time, uh, like I said, doing some of that self-work. You begin to evaluate what actually needs to be done to continue moving towards your intentions or feel more complete on your journey towards them, right? You may realize that you're not going to reach those intentions that you set at the beginning of the cycle or the beginning of um, the month, whatever it may be, and that's okay. But you get to look at and observe the progress that you have made, or you get to eliminate what doesn't what's not serving you, that's not going to help you get towards, move towards those intentions. Um, or you get to choose to invite more of the things in that will help you move towards those intentions. So when you start to feel that anxiousness and that overwhelm, and maybe even some of that irritability that starts to come in, pause and nurture yourself. Get in touch with what you already have done up to this point, and then Give yourself manageable things to finish in regards to your intentions so that you can feel more complete. And the other thing, the other challenge, I've only got two challenges this phase that I want to address is that the people often disregard or ignore this phase altogether, right? This is one of the most common phases to be ignored. This phase and the next phase, which is phase one. So we're living in this um, perpetual cycle of phase two and phase three, phase two and phase three, and we completely forget about phase four and phase one. So one of the challenges that we see with that is um, that there's this this need to always be hustling, need to always be producing and releasing things out into the world, when in all actuality, we have to take that inward time to begin to reflect and to celebrate and to finish so that we can feel complete, so that we can feel the peace of finishing a project. So um, when you ignore or disregard phase four 
this phase that we're talking about today, it keeps you from actually completing the cycle and leaves you feeling that weight of whatever is left undone still hanging on with you. That's where the baggage comes in, friends, because then it just compiles and compiles and feels heavier and heavier if you don't complete something. And if you don't acknowledge that you've completed something or acknowledge that something has served its place in your life and then giving yourself permission to release it, you just keep carrying it with you. So consciously plan when you want to finish projects, set that end date, take every project through each phase of the energetic rhythm cycle before you even begin it. So you know, this is what done is going to look like. And then set a done for the day or done for a project benchmark so that you know that you can give yourself permission to stop and to move on, right? And maybe that just means you're finishing the first draft of something and putting it out there and that's done and you can celebrate that, but then you get to work on it again because maybe it was just a first draft. Whatever it may be, um, choose to not ignore or disregard this phase because if you do, it ultimately will carry with you into the next phase, which would be phase one into the next cycle and it just feels heavy right? And that alone cycles you back to that feeling, those feelings of anxiousness and overwhelm and irritability, right? So it's kind of a vicious cycle. These two challenges that we have in this phase to, um, to feel that anxiousness and that overwhelm, and then also, um, to ignore or disregard this phase altogether. Working with your energetic rhythms and, and seeing them as this four phase process requires a whole other level of intentionality that ultimately helps you see areas of yourself that maybe need to be addressed. Some of it is creating new habits, which admittedly can be challenging, but it's doable when the timing is right. And when you um, set yourself up for success by using something like this energetic rhythm cycle, living this way is a practice. And I will fully admit that I'm it's a practice that I have definitely not mastered. Um, I'm human as well. And there will be times when it comes easy in your life and when life really does feel like it's flowing. And then there will be times when you fall back into old patterns and life begins to feel more challenged again. And that's okay. It's just like in yoga, when your mind begins to wander away from what you're doing on your mat you gently guide it back to the present moment, to your breath and to the sensation in your body and begin again with mindfulness, right? It's the same thing. There is no judgment when you're on the yoga mat and your mind starts to wander. You come back to mindfulness, you come back to your breath, you come back to what you're doing and the sensations in the moment. Same thing with this. When you practice this way of living, you begin to release the hold on the expectation that things must go a certain way. And instead, you invite yourself to flow with the emotional and energetic ups and downs that life brings. The emotional and energetic ups and downs that come with the changing of the moon. So that you are finally feeling more at ease with your time, energy, and focus, even when unexpected things come up. So I want to leave you with... Um, a few takeaways from this episode that you can take and begin to implement today. One of my clients uh, suggested this to me and I love the idea. So from here on out, I'm going to commit to or try to (laughs) commit to uh, 
taking a or creating a health harmony and happiness takeaway, one of each um, from each episode that you can take and begin to implement in your life at this moment. All right. So the things to remember and the takeaways to remember for this episode are in terms of health, spend a little extra time nurturing and connecting with yourself during this phase. That's it. Just remember when you get to phase four, nurture your health, spend extra time nurturing who you are as a person. In terms of harmony, finish the projects to declutter them or create space for the new and the fresh. Finish things. And then in terms of happiness, celebrate the ending of the cycle. It can be as simple as acknowledging and appreciating it. It doesn't have to be a wild celebration. You just have to acknowledge it and appreciate it. Even the yucky stuff you go through. But we will talk all about that in another episode. For now, if you liked this episode, it would be lovely if you chose to share it with someone on social media. Take a screenshot of the episode and share it to either your Instagram or Facebook stories and tag at Karen Yoga Wellness or at C Stricker. And if you're not on social media, one way you can share it is to use that little share icon wherever you listen to the podcast and share that out through email or text message to anyone else who you think might benefit from hearing this information so that they too can finally live in flow with their time, energy, and focus, even when unexpected things come up. And as always, I am Kathy Stricker, and you've been listening to Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. Cheers to cultivating your own version of health, harmony, and happiness in your life.